next one. Hi, this is Flick, and you're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast with Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Rachel. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. The Magic Our Way podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante Sana, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Hour podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana. And on this show, we invite you to feel the libations. Feel it, feel it. We are artistic buffs and not artistic cream puffs. This is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicRway.com is where you can find this. For this show, we check out the celestial park world in Universal Epic Universe. And look, this isn't your typical polished practice pixie dust of Disney podcast. No way. We are not in the parks every day, letting you know that new light poles were installed on the World Showcase Bridge in Epcot. That's right, Kev. We're just here to drink, talk some Universal. And while Rachel's out getting tropical, we'll be here holding down the Fort being celestial. Oh, beautiful. And you listeners have the easy part. All you got to do is listen up while we drink up what we think up. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. I'm Eli. And as Danny said, Rachel is out today as she's off honing her travel agent product knowledge. Oh, but don't feel bad for her, guys. She is having a great time. Otherwise known as vacation. Yes. She's smiling. But she's experiencing it firsthand in person so that she can relate her experiences to you if you book through her. Yes. And look, the easiest way to support us as a whole is to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and or wherever you access our show. Also, be sure to like and subscribe, as well as turn on that notifications so you never miss an episode of the Magic Highway Podcast. So look, enough of our jibber-jabber. Let's go check out Celestial Park. Here we are in the hub, the main topic segment of our show. And for the next series of shows, we are exploring Universal Epic Universe. A new third gate opening, or I guess... Fourth Gate, technically, by their standards, they do count Volcano Bay. Volcano Bay, yeah. Yeah. It's opening in 2025 at the Universal Orlando Resort. Now, I I know we're a Disney podcast, but as I mentioned previously, competition is good for business. Mm -hmm. And I think we can all agree that regarding theme parks, I'm pretty sure Universal's pretty close to that right the disney oh, yeah yeah i don't i don't know everybody else it's definitely not six flags if no. anything just holding disney's feet to the flames and forcing a response by evaluating what universal is coming out with that i think that's worthy of exploration absolutely absolutely and look just to remind the listeners the last major theme park that opened in central florida area was islands of adventure back in may 28 1999 which of course is universal but before that disney the last time they opened the gate was uh animal kingdom april yeah. 22nd 1998 so it's been a while since mm-hmm. we had something of this majorness yeah. <laughs> magnitude <laughs> magnitude thank you um uh, happen in that area so epicness if you will epicness yeah very nice speaking of epicness look go to show number 512 epic digs at disney we examine universal's video that they released at the end of january uh, which revealed a good bit of information of what to expect when universal epic universe opens next year and if you haven't yet please go check out that show after you have listened to this one but i'd like to hear y'all's opinions on it show at magicourway.com now look i recognize there are numerous venues from which we can get um, these people can get specific details and rumors about universal epic universe but for the weekends that don't keep track of universal stuff but are curious we thank you for allowing us to do the research for you and trusting us to give you accurate information, which we usually do. We do a lot of research, have a lot of sources to back up what we're about to say. We try. 
And with that being said, for my particular portion, special shout out to Alicia Stella of Theme Park Stop, the Twitter account by Reconstruct for all the aerial photos and all the major players in Universal Fan Universe whose information served as sources for this show and subsequent shows for sure. So just to set the scene, let's talk about the park itself. A quick overview. Universal stated that Epic Universe has five areas or worlds, as they call it. These worlds are Celestial Park, How to Train Your Dragon, the Isle of Burke, Dark Universe, Super Nintendo World, and the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Ministry of Magic. For this episode, we will explore the world of Celestial Park. So let's get into it. Yeah. Celestial Park is the first area of Epic Universe to have a full description published on the Universal's website, right? So all the other ones, they have coming soon, details coming soon, but this is the first one that they've released. They have fly-through videos of it, so um, this is one of the first things that we're going to talk about, mainly because this is their hub. This is going to serve as the hub for the entire Epic Universe. Now, I say hub as Disney, you know, that's what Disney fans refer to, their little central thing, and that's what Disney uh, Walt came up with, was the hub and spokes design. But this is not entirely like the wagon wheel. It's not a perfect circumference, right? Imagine a long, large strip. On one end is the Kronos portal, which I'll get into in a little bit. Uh, Molly mentioned this and the theme parks, and uh, this is where the regular park goers, people aren't staying at the hotel, enter through. Okay. Uh, so that's like, you could think that main ticketing area, the main gate, uh, the main gate, which they call main portal, which they call the Kronos. And on the other end of the area is the Helios Grand Hotel, where the people that stay there have their own dedicated entrance. So it's a long strip of land, and this is kind of parentheses, one by the Kronos portal and the other by the Helios Grand Hotel. Mm-hmm. And this stretches all the way through. And from this long strip of land is where four other worlds uh, branch out from. And the way they have it set up is that you can't cross from one world into the other, kind of like you could do at Magic Kingdom, right? Right. You can easily go from Fantasyland to Liberty Square to uh, Frontierland, so on and so forth. This one, they have it designed in such a way that you have to go through Celestial Park to get to another world. Right. So if you wanted to go from Dark World to Harry Potter, you, you exit Dark World, go through Celestial Park, and head over to the portal to Harry Potter. To kind of visualize it for Disney fans, if you remember in Wreck-It Ralph, the, uh, the Game Central Station? Yes. Game Central Station. <laughs> all the games, when they, you know, at the after hours, they came and hung out. And if they wanted to go with each other's, you know, if they wanted to go to Tappers for a beer, they had to go to his video game. So they go to the Game Central Station through the little wire. They all went to the appropriate little, I don't know what they call it, ports. Uh, I guess yeah, plugs. Pubs. Pubs, yeah. uh, electric port. And they, they went off to every, each other's games to do whatever they want to do for that night. So that's what this Celestial Park area is long thing it's it's parentheses and from which all the worlds that we'll talk about in subsequent shows branch off of so now that we kind of have our bearings of what this land is shaped like and and what looks like i wanted to read this of what universal has to say about this area this is going to be the most accurate information because universal has pretty much confirmed everything that we're going to see here Mm -hmm, absolutely and it's it's great I i love the fact that what we see in the like the concept art is exactly what we see being built exactly as it should be so universal says this they say celestial park is the cosmic heart of universal epic universe where wondrous discoveries await among the lush greenery tree-lined walkways and various water features like dancing fountains throughout begin your cosmic journey of discovery in a world between worlds full of sensory delights for all to enjoy together this is where they put the park back into theme park. So this is where you'll see a lot of the green places. But I feel like I need a little more detail. So if you listen to the last show, Danny and Eli were fans of Molly. Oh, yeah. So let's bring back Molly and the gang to tell us a little bit more about <laughs> oh, Celestial Park. Yes, wow. So here is, here is Molly and the gang. You'll enter underneath the Kronos, the first portal where all the planets will line. 
and exhilarating discoveries await as you begin your journey into Celestial Park. Celestial Park is a world in and of itself where fans have come to seek the ultimate adventure. It's where we put the park back into theme park. It has beautiful landscaping, incredible water features, amazing dining experiences, fantastic shopping opportunities, and three spectacular attractions. There you go. So that's a further uh, description of Celestial Park by the executives themselves. That was, of course, Mark Wordberry, who's the chairman and CEO of Universal Destinations Experiences, Brian Robinson, chief creative officer for Universal Creative, and, of course, Molly Murphy, president of Universal Creative. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and discuss what they were talking about. Each and every world of Epic Universe will have guests entering through a physical portal of some sort, kind of like what I mentioned at the very beginning of this. Each of these portals will have an inscription with a phrase that embodies that world, and Celestial Park is no different. The portal for Celestial Park is called the Kronos, and it is a stylized dimensional portal line, like tying the park's multiverse theme together. The portals look like a large pipe, basically. So if you think of it physically, it looks like a large pipe, but above it, it has uh, like things built upon it, like towers and like, different yeah. designs related to that world. Into a spire. Yes, yeah. a spire. Thank you. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the word I was looking for. So on top of Kronos' tower, is a, it shows a bunch of planets aligned hmm. you know saying that the planets came aligned and brought us this universe and that's what you're about to enter through now the inscription on their portal just says epic universe but where you get the celestial park inscription is when you walk through that portal and the first thing you enter is luna overlook which is the walkthrough garden area giving guests a sweeping view of celestial park so if you think of celestial the rest of celestial park is just a land that's a little bit lower than from when you enter you get that grand opening escape. It's kind of like when you go for Disney fans, if when you come out of the Oasis into animal kingdom and you cross get on that at bridge, mm-hmm. getting into discovery Island and you see all the tree of life, the magnitude, you know, it kind of slopes down and you see how big and vast the park actually is. Cause you really don't see anything when you're walking through the Oasis. So this is kind of the same thing when you go through that portal. And now I don't know if you can't see anything as you go through the portal, but I know definitely as you come out of the portal, you'll be presented with Luna overlook and you'll see the entire stretch of Celestial Park. So give you a little idea of what to expect the Luna Overlook. It'll have a statue of the moon goddess Luna, upon which will be an inscription that reads, the goddess Luna, and I quote, the goddess Luna draws the veil across the worlds as colors pale. Her glowing face reflects the light and pulls the stars into the night. Catchy. Now, just a quick aside, the word night is assumed by a lot of Universal Fan Universe because the concept artist drew a fan or guest standing right in front of the last part of the sentence. So nobody actually knows what the she's pulling stars into. So a lot of people are assuming the night. So that's why I quoted it as like, maybe it's the night. I don't know. I thought maybe it's the light. So we won't find out until actually it physically gets built and we get more pictures of what that is. They should have asked the guest to move to the right. They, they should have. Where it was. <laughs> I thought it was funny that he, I, I, you look at the concept art and there's a guest standing right in front of the rest of the sentence. Wow. And that's the only, that's the only thing you see. It's like, okay. That's mysterious. So this will have a tiered water feature, which will have jumping fountains. And you walk through this and you get through this area and you go through the rest of Celestial Park. Okay. And one thing you're going to notice as we go through a Celestial Park is that there are uh, numerous water features and stuff fountains big lakes big cascading waterfalls all through the area it's, it's quite amazing so celestial park it it seems to me like a like a kind of a garden of the gods kind of thing it does yeah i mean celestials especially in the marvel universe are known as these uh big. powerful cosmic <laughs> beings 
it, is the theming here kind of like a, an Olympus or a, a Valhalla, Asgard, whatever you want to. I want to say it's that of that lush beauty, right? So when you're walking through this, it's very serene. There's a lot of green. There's a lot of perfect gardens and a lot of activity for, uh, you know, uh, active motion from the waters flowing through and the, the fountains jumping. So it's, uh, it, you know, it's like if you walk through and you hear da, 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 it sounds like and a, birds so, tweeting and all that kind of stuff. So like a garden of Eden or like an Olympus. Yeah. Kind of yeah. I would say so. It's, it's like a moment of peace as you come into it out of the world. And that's what it feels like, you know, cause when you go into the various worlds and we'll get into it in subsequent shows, there's a lot of stuff that's happening in those worlds, dark universe, how to train your dragon. But then, you know, if you want to take a break, you come out in the celestial park and you enjoy the serenity of celestial park. I mean, I guess other than the comet, but it's so long and stretched out that it's not as uh, compact. Like Eli's last girlfriend. Yes. Very much. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) All right. So let's start with the attractions, of course. And the big one that we're going to start with is called Starfall Racers. Universal invites you, and I quote, to feel what it's like to board a comet and race through the stars on Starfall Racers. Now, this attraction is built by Mack Rides, which is a German family-run business that has, as they say, and I quote, enduringly shaped the amusement industry like no other. Now, what's interesting about this and why I make mention of it is that they're still one of the few companies that make rides that build every single ride individually at their factory before they ship it out to whoever ordered the, 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 the ride, the customer. You're talking about Mac rides? Mac rides, yeah. Did you know that Daddy Mac rides made you jump jump? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that revolutionized the music yeah. parks as well. There you go. Yeah, as opposed to ride back. Mm. Uh, I wonder, I, I don't know, I'm, how do they deliver something of that size? Like, I was wondering that too. Pieces like Lego pieces, or they just like maybe it's like IKEA. It's like all in one little box, but there's like a ton of million pieces, <laughs> screws and bolts. Thick that instruction booklet must be. Yeah. Wow. But it is amazing because there's like a, that gives you an idea of the quality control, right? That they have over their product. It's like before we ship it, we're going to make sure it works here, and then we'll ship it off to you somehow. Are they known for anything else that? may have heard of it yes yeah, actually it's good that you ask about that question eli because one of the things they built for disney fans is slinky dog dash oh okay that's one of their rides and they did a bunch of different rides for uh various sea worlds okay it's like the journey to atlantis ride is one of the ones that they did oh wow non-coaster stuff some of the things that they built islands adventure storm force acceleration no that's storm that's from x-men yeah i've seen that and a bunch of stuff for six flags uh yeah so they got a they got a ton of things okay so they're like established and not like a fly-by-night apparition that just drops you roller coaster you just take your chances there they're not not an apparition yeah (laughs) or an operation apparition operation yeah they're not a ghost (laughs) they're not an apparition either you think they're (laughs) celestial or what i hope so Yeah, so that's Mac Ride. So that, that gives right. you an idea of the quality that you're going to expect on this particular attraction. And a lot of people are saying it's reminiscent of Dueling Dragons, which is why the fan universe refers to it as a dueling coaster. But if I could geek out for a second, I would consider this more of a racing coaster format rather than a dueling format. Dueling Dragons, I thought, if you remember that coaster back in the day, was really a dueling coaster. It had two separate launch things, and they, they came out of each other. You know, so it's kind of like a dogfight yes. in a jet. Whereas racing coasters, and they have a lot of you know, like wooden racing coasters and Six Flags, all those different kinds of places, they are side by side, and they launch together at the same time, which is what this particular attraction will do. 
Now they do kind of get into the same maneuvers as like a dog fight or kind of like a, a dueling thing. So I guess it's a, a version of a dueling thing, or at least in this particular case. But the idea is that they're racing each other through, nice. in this particular case, they're racing each other through the cosmos various twists and turns that's why i call it more of a racing coaster rather than a dueling coaster so it's like we're shooting stars yes you're shooting stars racing and one another you have your gravity pulling on each other and you're <laughs> doing all kind of stuff mm. to make your point danny it will have comet themed trains the entrance will even have extensive rock work which will incorporate the coaster tracks and a large comet flying overhead oh and i imagine this would be a great place for a photo so if you're looking at the attraction itself oh wow you'll see this big thing of starfall racers and they built the tracks in such a way that it zooms through and crisscrosses right underneath the big comet thing so oh, wow i imagine this will be we'll get some awesome photos from that yeah especially since a couple of uh fun facts there will be no external track lighting on this attraction so the only lighting that you'll get at night is from the trains themselves okay so they, they will look like shooting stars and comets oh. so i gotta imagine that when it zooms through in front of that big comet I, they gotta put light on that comet i, mm. I, they, they, I don't they, they said there'd be no external track lighting but I, I i'm sure there's some lighting on that particular decoration that area yeah and you just see these two coaster trains flying like thing like that's gotta look awesome yeah this is the answer to space mountain i guess i was thinking yeah. i was thinking tron but mm. yeah yeah maybe possibly because i mean aren't we technically supposed to be racing in tron although we're not racing another rider you know, we're racing, racing some guy in a computer, computer. yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, no, Dueling Dragons, that's the best um, analogy. Yes. Yeah. Because I don't think Universal's had a dueling coaster since they've shut down, right? Yeah. No, that's the last time that yeah. they've had one. And that, so, I thought that was a great coaster. It was. It was, it was a lot, a lot of fun. Um, this one will uh, get up to speeds of 62 miles per hour. Wow. So if you think, compare that to uh, a test track. And it'll have heights of up to 133 feet and a total of about 5,000 feet of track. So this is no short puppy. No. This is, you're going to get your money's worth on this particular Any ticket. inversions? or Yes. They have a special inverted crisscross, which they dubbed a Make select- it jump. Daddy yeah! Mac. Yeah! Yes. Uh, uh. Boom. Thank you, Daddy Mac Rides Incorporated. <laughs> yes. Daddy Mac Rides. No, this one's called a celestial spin, which I guess is kind of hip-hop-ish too. Yeah. Mm. In a cosmic way. <laughs> with a cosmic twist but it's an inverted crisscross all the top gun right so mm. it's they dub it the celestial spin so you're gonna look for that feature okay and so one other fun fact about this attraction is that there's supposed to be a back to the future easter egg on this attraction really yes now andre andreza duarte senior manager of universal orlando's internal communications team is quoted as saying this and i quote although i can't give this easter egg away just yet just know that there's a gift for true Universal fans on the back of each coaster vehicle, truly out of time. Ah, hmm. so clever, clever. Yeah, I think we can deduce what we're, what's going to be in the back of the coaster trains. Huh. Uh, I wonder if that'll be lit up. It would be better. Be. I wonder if the, the track should light up and fire up as it's passing <laughs> by. You know. Well, according to this co- uh, concept art, we should be seeing what pixie dust yeah coming off of the car <laughs> as we go flames uh, or, or i don't know what would you call that in, in space uh, what would that be space uh, dust Space dust. Yeah, yeah, stardust yeah. stardust there you go that's a better yes. way to put it i like stardust pieces of ice that break off and they vaporize mm-hmm. due to the sun's heat definitely not gold dust no hopefully not no so that's starfall racers that's the big big roller coaster that's coming to celestial park interesting yeah Very interesting. i'm curious about that yeah. one yeah yeah so now for the little ones, we have Constellation Carousel. Again, keeping with the now. So it's more outer spacey than, say, Garden of the Gods kind of yeah. concept like I was kind of envisioning. Well, to your point, Danny, I feel like when you're on the ground 
and you're in control of your own motion. You're on the earth. You're on terra firma with the lush greens and the waters and stuff. Ah. But when you're in these attractions, then you get transported into space. Mm. You get you get experience the slush. So it's almost like where the heavens and the earth meet. Oh, like a land between space and time. Yes, yes. Actually, ah, I'd say you. that, and that's kind of the premise of the Helios Hotel, Grand Hotel, which we'll talk about a little later. It's it's where the heavens and the earth meet, nice. so to speak. Ah. So we're like constellations. Yeah, so this is exactly a new spin on a carousel attraction that enables guests to ride the constellations themselves. And the guest carriages will include celestial lions, dragons, peacocks, and more. So, of course, mm. you know, you see those things in the stars, but this is the actual embodiment of them. Nice. Um, the cool thing about this is that each carriage turns 360 degrees while lifting the riders up six feet in the air. Six feet? Six feet in the air. Whoa. A little different. A little different than your standard uh, carousel for sure. That puts a little bit of a bite into a carousel. I like that. It does. Good for them. Yep. And I quote, uh, celestial music and color dazzle your senses as you whirl and twirl together across the Milky Way. Nice. Is what their quote is saying. Now, of course, you know, I'm into ride systems. I had to check this one out because it's a very interesting ride system than your normal carousel. Because unlike traditional carousels that are suspended from the top, this one uses a turntable system, lifting riders up from the bottom. Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, this allows all the open space that used to have all the mechanics for lifting traditional carousels wide open for theming. And this is exactly what they did. The ceiling of Constellation Carousel will feature uh, an enchanting star tracker showcasing rotating celestial star patterns. And then at the center of all this is what they call the mesmerizer, which will create a captivating ribbon cone effect overhead. Like as you're spinning, it kind of spins and does some kind of, it almost looks like a tree trunk with branches and roots growing up into the heavens. So not like a projected effect, like a, like a planetarium, more like a practical effect. It's a practical effect. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause they have all that room to build it and they don't have to project anything cause there's nothing in the way and they could just build whatever. And if you're looking at the aerial photographs, the buildings are, are, are set to support this kind of a feature. Yeah, I was looking at the, the photograph of it, and you can see where they have, like, the phases of the moon in the, in the I guess it's glasswork that they have up there. It looks like glasswork. If it is, that would be just as awesome. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, good glasswork just looks amazing. Yeah, and uh, up at the top, like, the, uh, they have a, uh, what, a Pegasus or mm-hmm. a, at, the, at the top yeah. of, the, of the building. But, I mean, this just, man, you never, you've never, like, most people just have given up on the whole idea of a carousel. Like, you know, carousels, it's boring, but... They actually plussed a carousel, and this sounds interesting. Really, really, really interesting. Yeah, and the theming of it and the, the structure of the buildings looks really, really cool to me. It, it's just something I would want to see, just because it looks really neat. I agree. Now, just to give you further information, aerial photography by Bio Reconstruct show that the turntable has been installed for this attraction. Because of this, we can see that there are three small circles within that much bigger circle of the main turntable. So you have, within the big main turntable, you have three individual turntables spinning independently of each other within the context of the big turntable. So you have a lot of spinning going on. But whereas you have a lot of spinning and motion going on, you'll also, something to take note of for those that don't like that, you'll have some uh, vehicles outside of those little miniature spinning circles that don't move as often. Mm. I was going to ask if it's kind of like, uh, like say that you go to a Triceratops spin, Dumbo, where you can control if you go up, down, spin around, whatever you do. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I wonder how much uh, we have in charge of how much it spins and stuff. Right. And goes up and, well, I mean, we can control the up and down like, uh, like on a regular carousel but that's interesting to note. I wonder because they could do that. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking because I mean, you're going to be wide. This 
seems like a family friendly attraction. If you've got a kid and they don't like going around, around, around really, really fast. I'm wondering if they do this in a way where you get to control the rate of how up and down you go, how much you spin, all that kind of stuff. That would do a, a, a really awesome addition element to that particular. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah. But anyway, so that's Constellation Carousel, man. Really, really neat take on uh, the, the typical carousel attraction. And so for those are for the little ones and even for the more littler ones or anyone really, we have Astronomica. Mm. which serves as a wet play area designed to be a compass rose for each of the worlds that you can enter. So here the guests can enjoy, and I quote, splashing around in playful fountains that dance and swirl around them, which of course will feel pretty cool in Florida summers. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. It's like a giant splash pad. It's a, it's just a giant splash pad shaped like a compass rose. That's all it is. And now okay. granted, it wasn't li- listed on the official website, but construction photos match exactly what's shown in the concept art. Okay. There's no doubt what this is going to be. And at night, they say Astronomica will provide a different experience as it will come alive with light, color, and music. Hmm, it's like a fountain show or something? I guess so. Like, I, But for your own little personal, it's not like a... For the masses, but like for the anybody that wants to get wet and splash around, mm. there's like a whole new element at night. Well, get okay. you a little dance on. Why, yeah, 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 like a dance party <laughs> on the splash pad. Okay, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was gonna be choreographed fountains or something like a, like a little show, but okay. I mean, I guess they could. It could be part of the bigger show, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd be curious to see how that works. Me Maybe too. it's like Pandora, which just a different element that comes on at night, um, as opposed to during the day. Who knows? Makes sense. But it's kind of cool. I like I like that they put that in there for the little ones. Yeah, I do too. So Astronomica is close to the Helios Grand Hotel. Mm-hmm. So within the same area by the Helios and Astronomica, there'll be another water feature dubbed the Oculus, which is a large dancing water fountain show. And so if you look at the photos, these are the big, this is the big circle area right in front of the hotel that will have uh, a water show of sorts. Mm-hmm. Ah. And uh, there's photos that show that the pumps have been installed in this water feature. And according to Universal, these fountains will be able to shoot water up 135 feet in the air. Wow. So there is no doubt that this will be part of some kind of show, whatever they're doing. So like a, maybe a style of like a Bellagio for like one of those fancy dancing hotels or something. And in fact, it, all throughout this thing, I, uh, I haven't mentioned it yet, but yeah, the, the, the fountains are all Bellagio-like. Uh, oh, wow. They'll have some motion. They'll have the power to shoot straight up there, kind of like World of Color-ish. Yeah. Okay. In that kind of respect. I don't know if they're going to use water screens to, to that dynamic, but... They'll definitely have dancing water and fountains shooting up in the air, like yeah. Bellagio for sure. It's such say. a weird blending, isn't <laughs> it? Like it's space and gods and water and parks and greenery and trees. It's it's such a it's an epic universe. Yeah, <laughs> it's such an odd blending of, of themes. But when you look at it, it just looks gorgeous. It looks amazing and original, just completely original. You know, you, you see Disney trying to get away from this idea of of, of a Tomorrowland, like the, the, the of a world. Be- and this is them kind of taking the Tomorrowland concept and doing this is what a modern day Tomorrowland should look like. Uh, I love it. No, it, it's it's great. And uh, to go along with that, uh, there's going to be a third water feature in Celestial Park, and it is called Neptune Pool, which to your point will have Bellagio like water features. And it is a really, really big pool. 
when you look at that, so it's much water. Yeah, there's a lot of water and stuff. <laughs> there's a lot of activity too with the shooting water and flowing water and all kind of stuff. Boy, the water utility people over there must be jumping for joy that this park is opening up. But say so you can't build this out west. No. <laughs> With Holy the, moly. With the water shortages and stuff and whatever. Dang. But um, yeah, the Neptune pool will lead you to the full service restaurant Atlantic. Mm. And so this will lead our discussion from the attractions. So that's all the attractions that they're going to have in Celestial Park into Celestial Park dining because there's going to be some places to eat. Oh, that's, now, you, now you're talking yes. about language, Kevin. Yes. Mm-hmm. So let's start with full service dining. And as I mentioned, Neptune Pool leads guests to the full, the first full service dining location we will discuss, the Atlantic. And Universal touts the Atlantic as an undersea culinary fantasy. To me, this sounds kind of reminiscent of Coral Reef Restaurant, but yeah. probably better. <laughs> a lot, lot better because they incorporate more of a Victorian aquarium design. Yeah. When you look at the concept art, it's like eating in an aquarium. Yes. Exactly. But no real fish. Like no. it's, they have fish circling the top of the restaurant. Like again, like you're in the aquarium, but they're all golden sculptures. Yeah. yeah it's incredibly ornate. A it, lot it's of glass. gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, you're going to have booths that look like shells on the seafloor. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Danny, there'd be a metallic fish to complete the look of the aquarium look above you and all around you. Bubbles bubbles and whatnot yeah it'll it'll have seafood and steak dishes so you get your surf and turf eli right gotta there. have that yep you kind of expect that right? you that's why there's no seafood. fish in the aquarium part exactly <laughs> right there that, they had to use fake fish <laughs> yeah so they could use the fish for your meal that's it <laughs> um no hydroponics over there exactly where they farm their own fish now <laughs> gotta right. serve fish that's not how we do it over here that's epic <laughs> that is epic yes visceral very visceral, visceral yes <laughs> There's two full-service restaurants, and Universal has confirmed that both will have a bar. The Atlantic will have a bar called the Aquaria Bar, which oh. you can get your cocktails and drinks and whatnot. Or okay. if you just want cocktails and drinks, that's where you go. The Aquaria Bar. Oh, first and foremost, just the idea that there are bars that you can visit right now. We're already looking at something different than what Universal has ever done before. Mm-hmm. That's bar number one. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Disney, yeah. Just, yes. You're there. You're in there. I, I'm already looking forward to going underwater. Because that is something that I've noticed on just in the lands that we've done, and we'll get to that at a future point. Every one of them has a bar built in. Oh, yeah. Mm. And that is just not something that you've seen up until this point. Talk mm. about like a crawl, <laughs> the mm. Epic Universe crawl. Oh, yeah. Ooh. No rides, just drinking. Oh, I can't eating. wait. Oh, that's going to be awesome. But you can stay hydrated. There's water all along the whole path. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you have a place to pee. <laughs> yeah. They thought of everything. Yeah, I know. It'll shoot you up 100 feet in the air, but <laughs> you'll be Whoa. sober then. <laughs> Go see some stars. Have you had some stars? <laughs> I'm almost in space. Yeah. It's so glorious. Glorious. Let's see some helicopters. Now you're spinning. <laughs> All right. So now we have the next full service restaurant, which is the Blue Dragon Pan Asian Restaurant, mm. which will feature cuisine, which will take you across Asia. All right. Yes. So now just to clarify what Pan Asian is versus Asian fusion. Okay. So Asian fusion literally is fusion. When you're doing fusion, you're combining things into one particular dish. Right. Right. So you may have like Cajun egg rolls. That's a fusion mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Right. Pan-Asian is basically different foods from different countries. In the same restaurant. In the same restaurant, or maybe even on the same plate, but not ah, combined. Okay. Just juxtaposed to each other to where they complement each other really well. So say, for instance, not that this would work, but say you have uh, a bowl of gumbo next to some yakamane and uh, like a pie. 
of mm. sorts. So those are not, there's a three different cultures of foods, but let's just pretend they, they work together, <laughs> you know, yeah, okay. when they're on the same plate and you're eating it at the same time. It's a big plate. Isn't yeah. It? So pan, yeah, yeah, it would be a big plate. Okay. But yeah. So pan Asians, just the foods are juxtaposed and they're, they're supposed to complement each other in and of themselves. Huh. You could have like Kung Pao right next to some kind of uh, Thai noodle-ish or something that so, works really yeah. well. Yeah. Chop suey yeah. thing. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. So this is in, this could be interesting because I, I you know I love Asian food and, and whatnot too. and so I'm curious to see what they'll have. It's supposed to have dishes for China, Japan, and Thailand. Ooh. So I'm hoping for some sushi. All good, all good. I like Chinese food. I don't and know. If- I'm hoping some really nice sake. Oh yeah, you know Ooh. they're gonna have that sake, soju, all that oh, kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, that's a good call. See, I, lo- I love Thai food too because it. They have it's it's very interesting. Okay, the, the way they do their flavors. Yes, because it combines sweet, salty, sweet, sour, mm-hmm. and there's one other I can't remember. Salty, sweet, sour. I don't remember. Spicy. Yeah, spicy. Maybe. Yeah, okay. Maybe some spicy. Yeah. There, so there's always four in every dish that they do. Well, they all started with S, so that's what went with that. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that, that works. That works. No, you helped out. You got the first three. The least I could do. Thank you. There Thank you, you. Anyway, this delectable menu that they'll have is said to be as vibrant as the neon dragons that snake from the outside to the inside of the restaurant. So if you look at the concept arc, they have these really ornate dragons, Asian style dragons that apparently they're neon. And if that's the case, they're going to look freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. And it can, that, that theming goes from the outside into the inside throughout the restaurant. So, and they have a bar there that you can just visit, stop by, grab a cocktail, and you don't have to eat there. They do. And this place is called the Tiger Bar, Ooh. which is said to be, now this, this is a, a different description than the other one. Huh. It's said to be a quiet, cozy place away from the hustle bustle of the park. Mm. So I got to think this bar is inside more so than close to where the hustle bustle of the social park is. Huh. Some place where you can hang, kind of like the dungeon. Yeah, <laughs> you just break out. That's a great yeah, name. Yeah, break out. You, it, they say it's cozy, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm envisioning like sofas and nice chairs and like lift tables. Yeah. You know, nothing like, um, oh, nothing like the tiki bar uh, kind of atmosphere. Mm. Now, this will be kind of like, oh, you know what? It, got, it reminds me of a more stylized, the California, um, that, 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 that bar that we went to. In Disneyland, in, in the resort, um, the Grand Californian, they had that bar. I forget the name of it. Dang it. Hmm. But it, that's a, that was a cozy the place. The one downstairs? Yeah, the one downstairs. Yeah. The big one downstairs, yeah, where we hung out for a bit. But anyway, somebody's screaming. I'm sure JP's screaming in his iPod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, that's not, that's like great tiger. That's a great thing. It kind of gives bar. this big game hunter kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like that. Like Tiger Mom. So not yeah. the one that was outside, the one that was inside. This is the one inside. Okay, because yeah. I, I said downstairs and I realized there's at least two downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just yeah. wanted to clarify. Okay. Yeah, the one inside for sure, in Grand right. California. Yeah. So that's the Blue Dragon Pan Asian Restaurant, wow. and that's the two full service places you can expect in Celestial Park, mm. which is very exciting to me. Very, very excited. To yeah, find no, those that that sounds great. That this is going to be the the first restaurant. I, I'd like to have a drink at Atlantic, but I, I want to have a meal here. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, hell, let's just eat both. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two. Yeah, it won't be a problem, Gav. No, no. Have you seen us eat? Oh, man. Mm. Yes, we can eat. So that's it for full service. And so let's trans, uh, transition over to the counter service. Okay. They have a couple of counter service places. The first one is called the Pizza Moon, which, hmm. as you can guess, serves a variety of pizzas. Ah, <laughs> okay. Pizza now, not much has been released yet about this location, but once again, the aerial photos match the concept art, so we know it's going to be there. There's no doubt. What you're seeing is being built is exactly matching what's in the concept art, which, you know, to Eli's point, it's incredible. If you slow down the video that they do when they're flying over, you can see the front of the restaurant, and you can see 
what's the old i can't remember the name of the movie with the the moon with mm. the rocket ship hits it in the eye yes i'm glad you said that because okay. that's one of the things uh that the con that it's supposed to contain a reference to that particular movie it references their 1902 silent french film a trip to the moon uh in which a rocket smashes into the moon's face yes now why is this significant for disney fans you may remember this if you remember horizons that was also in there in reference you know they had their moon with a rocket face and he was kind of like okay you still see eric idol made up as that moon and oh, uh yes. yeah journey into imagination yeah that's the other that's reference right. to that yeah mm -hmm. so yeah there's that's, that's exactly what you're going to see with that but so. in on at this restaurant that moon will be beaten being hit in the eye by a piece of pizza a slice of pizza yes i should say yes yes a stylized a <laughs> which is awesome it's crazy yes yeah. that's a boring and i think the pizza yeah. looks happy if i remember the concept of it. because at first like when you look at it it's right next door to the mario gift shop that we'll be getting to in a minute so i'm like pizza mario you know what they're gonna do right yeah. wrong <laughs> wrong they they went a completely different other way with it mm -hmm. so i'm glad to hear that yeah and also that's probably a reference to uh the that's a mori that's what i was Dean martin yes. mm -hmm. when the moon hit, hit your eye, eye like a big pizza, pizza pie. pie there yeah. you go that's exactly right that's what i was thinking a lot of good reference uh, so i hope the pizza's good i hope the so pizza too. better be damn good if if mario was serving this pizza i'd be a little bit worried <laughs> yeah i'd ask him to wash his but, hands first yeah <laughs> i'll wash his gloves it's i don't pizza. like pizza made by a plumber <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's John Leguizamo? Yeah, even if, <laughs> yes. Especially if it's John Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, you gotta, you gotta put, like a, put like a hand that over your mustache, please, Mario. Thank oh, my you. gosh. Oh, my gosh. All right, so the next counter service place you'll encounter is the Oak and Star Tavern. Mm. Ooh, my wife is going to love this place. That sounds sturdy. Yeah. Well, you might like it, Eli. Although any, hardly anything has been revealed, Universal's fan universe is expecting this place to be a barbecue joint. And I assume they will serve beers and ales since so it's a tavern. Souls. So barbecue and drinks? Is that barbecue fusion as well? No, I don't I don't know. That's a good question. It could be technically if it's they like fused two type of meats together in the same yes. sausage or something. Yeah. yeah, you could do that. Or if you, you got Kansas City next to Texas, next ah. to Carolina, next to St. Louis. Yeah, Memphis. Yeah. Memphis. The dry rub. You could juxtapose all that together as far as I'm concerned. I'm sold. Damn, that sounds good, huh? That's it. <laughs> I can get all that good barbecue in one place. Mm, that's you epic. Know? Okay. Have to travel. Now we now we talking. That's the Oak and Star Caver Tavern, so I'm I'm looking forward to hearing what that menu will have. Wow. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And well, also, just uh, real quick, by the way, Kev, I mean, the whole idea, the Oak and Star Tavern. What does Tavern tell you? Drinks. Drinks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, I drinks. mean, uh, there again, another option. They're taking adulting seriously. I love this about them. They, they, they fi they're fixing a major problem that the other two parks have. And, and well, too. Yes. Because we're not done there. <laughs> There's more drinks to be had for sure throughout Ooh, this entire land that I haven't gotten to. The next one is going to be called the Meteor Astro Pub. Okay. The theme in here better be out of this world. Yeah. Well, it hasn't been named or referenced much, but aerial photography of the construction, once again, matches the rumor mill, matches the concept art. Okay. And it is rumored to be a burger and beer joint. Mm -hmm. yeah. And this is on the other side, close to the hotel. It'll overlook the Oculus. Okay. And as you can imagine, this is a play on the word gastropub, which, you know, is, is a new restaurant term. You know, you get your gastric fill of foods that just line the gastric whatever. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> That's why it's burgers and beer, because it's, it's thick. Build it up. It's, it's visceral. Oh, you go. You're going to be full when you leave out of this one. Yeah, okay. no doubt. That's exactly what it is. So Chinese, Japanese, Thai, Italian, seafood, burgers, barbecue. barbecue. 
Wow. Isn't that something? Yeah. And we, we haven't even gotten to the land yet. No, we haven't even gotten to the land yet. This wow. is, you could just hang out in Celestial Park and probably enjoy yourself from day to night. But in addition to all those, the aerial photos suggest that there's an additional dining location made up of two connected quick service restaurants that are being built. Hmm. Again, this matches the final concept art, even though it wasn't in the model. The final concept art has these things, and you can see the exact pad, the shape of it being built from the aerial photography by By Reach Construct. These two quick service restaurants are rumored to be named Pavo's Italian and Luna Estrella. Hmm. Luna Estrella. Is that Spanish? Yes, it is, yes. Uh, But it's said to be uh, Luna Estrella has a subtitle called Mexican Fresh in the concept art. So, Man, they've hit everything. Yeah, so now you got Italian and now you got some Mexican here in the same place. Wow. Counter service too. That's the, that's the thing. You know, you can you can get these to go, or, or you can get a, a thing from here, a thing from there. Go get your drink somewhere else. Mm. I'm trying to think what they're missing. I'm thinking French, but we're going to get to that. <laughs> oh, Greek. What's yeah, that? in the Garden of the Gods, you would think you would have Greek. some good Greek food. Yeah, that's a good point. That's not, man. I was like that with Disney. I was like, what's wrong with Greek food? I that's love Greek. Great. Food. Yeah, me too. Uh, Jeez, absolutely. I Greek, Greek fest food. over here is oh, wonderful. I can't wait. That's one of my favorite festivals. Yeah. Ever. But have you been keeping track and counting numbers about the bars? There's plenty of them so far, right? Oh, yes. A good enough. Love it. How about I give you two standalone bars in Celestial Park? Dang. I'll take them. <laughs> and we'll place them over by the Helios Grand Hotel Dark Universe area. Okay. Right area. Oh, my favorite. Yes. So when you enter Dark Uni- exit Dark Universe or exit hotel, you can encounter one of these two bars. Close to the entrance of Dark Universe, the portal itself you'll encounter an outdoor bar rumored to be named Celestiki, which was a name trademarked by Universal in Celestial Tiki Birds? Dude, how awesome would that be, right? <laughs> I'm glad you caught that because I'm yes. like, this has got to be Celestial Tiki Birds. <laughs> I was, it's like a tiki bar. I wow. was like, wow, okay. But it is a standalone. You can see it in the, in the aerial photographs, but it's a little round standalone bar by itself. So you could just pull up, grab a drink, not have to worry about food, or you can hang out around the fountain because it's right by the Oculus. That's great. While you're waiting yeah. for whatever night show they're going to do, you could just have some drinks and just sit there and chill. That's the, now, okay, so the only thing, I know this, it's too early to tell because sure. it's all being built, but as long as that place is open as late as the park and that one of those weird things like oh we're gonna clue you know close two hours before or something like that boom you sold i mean that's there's no way oh i'm a i'm a that's a lot way. yeah this needs to be their epcot this needs to be oh, a sure. park that's open really late yes this sounds great it's so amazing to see so many concepts into this one area i mean it, again yeah it's like they're it's it's like their world showcase oh big time yeah yeah it's amazing yeah. this is amazing that we have this many options I really, yeah. Well, Daddy, I'm not done yet. There's another bar right oh, across the way from Soul Wait, there's more. <laughs> there is another standalone bar right but across. Book now. Yeah. 1999. <laughs> but right across from the fountain, like say you come in from the other portal okay. and stuff, you, you want a bar too. So they put a, a, a standalone bar on that side, which is rumored to be called Bar Zenith. Bar Zenith. Bar Zenith. Zenith. Utmost like, uh, of yeah, the highest. I know, right? Highest that, that you can ap- achieve. Wow. Yes. I like that. Yeah. Ooh. I like that. The, the, the other thing I think that's kind of, I know you're still going. Yeah, no, no, yeah. But that helps with, uh, what do you guys call it? That term you use, uh, crowd gobbling, right? Because oh, yeah, I, you yeah. don't have to worry about everybody just surging one place. Yeah. You got it dispersed. So now you don't have to worry about people walking into other people, spilling drinks on it. Like, you got options. This is. That's the problem that Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure, everyone 
congregates in a bar and there's not enough tables nowhere near close exactly, yeah, but right. you kids can't just sit there taking the atmosphere people watch you can't do that and they have they figured this out they, they learn from their what i guess mistakes yeah, so I, to speak that's smart that they go through and they start fine-tuning some of the stuff in universal studios and islands of adventure to have more of this especially if it's successful i guarantee you they will oh i, I mean they can't so. i mean it's like hey this is easy to do i mean i think with the mardi gras celebrations they're having now in universal they have like little booths set up all throughout the old park that are pretty successful and i was like you could do that year round yeah <laughs> if you wanted to man, it's a park you set the rules yeah this is your park you yeah. do it and it's a money maker go for it man that's genius yeah so all kind of drinking to be had in celestial park okay Ooh, i bet they're gonna make it so well whatever you pay probably ties to your room or something man Easy peasy. People ain't gonna make it out of these places. They'll be stumbling. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's why you got a book at the Healers Grand Hotel so you can just stumble back to stumble your Stumble right back to yeah, your ass. That's what I'm saying. That's, rooms, yeah. Man. Okay, yeah. these guys know what they're doing. I know. It sounds exciting. I'm scared for Disney. All right, so that's for the uh, that's it for the eatery. So let's do a little shopping. Oh, okay. gotta have a little shopping, of course. Gotta do some shopping. Gotta do some shopping. For your shopping pleasure, we have the Nintendo Superstar Store. Okay. Ah, so that's a star that you hit that yeah. makes you invincible for a little bit. All right. Here, guests will find toys, apparel, and other colorful keepsakes and souvenirs based on characters from Super Nintendo World and more. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I don't get this one. Why? Yeah, I was about to say, you may be thinking, wait a minute, shouldn't this be the inside of Super Nintendo World? Yeah. Does that make sense? Why? Well, they explain this through their rough backstory of Celestial Park. Oh. In that Celestial Park is a, and I quote, Celestial World Between Worlds, and the Nintendo Superstar Store was, and I quote, founded by explorers that had been on multiple excursions to Super Nintendo World. So I got to guess those explorers jacked stuff from the in Super Nintendo world and brought it back to sell to the masses, much to the disgruntlement of Indiana Jones, who would say they belong in a museum. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that at least have a little fun story with it, but I would guess that they figure all their, their baking is in Super Nintendo world, Nintendo world. And if you forget to get something or your kid flips out, you have this place already to go to without having to walk all the way back. Exactly, yeah. Exactly yeah. Okay, well, I guess that makes sense. But that's still banking on something that hasn't happened yet, but yeah, that would make... Well, know. this is being built for sure. So. Well, yeah. Yeah, and the cool thing is that the ceiling will still have celestial things, too. Okay. Wow. Oddly enough, yeah. So okay. that theming will still be in there. I'm I'm digging this theme, and I'm I'm really quite not sure how these all of this <laughs> no. fits in this place, and all of a sudden you drop... Boom. Mario, right in the middle, <laughs> like falling down the pipe, right? Like falling down the pipe. Right? It you just, go. it does seem like a hodgepodge, <laughs> but it looks all plausible up until you got to the Mario thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but yeah, I think they, Mario they, just wanted to make money, right? They at least tried to explain it. So yeah, I Mario's get- trying to bring his world to the masses outside of his Super Nintendo world. And you know what? Profit's just a byproduct he's just learned to live with. I mean, you know, <laughs> like, he's got to diversify. He's yeah. a plumb. He's got to switch it up a That's little right. bit. So no one thought that anyone would want, I don't know, uh, Harry Potter merchandise in the way out of the park or... Metroid? Yeah, or uh, yeah. How to Train Your Dragon. Any of that stuff. Monsters, nothing. No, just Mario. Just Mario. So far, that's the only thing we've heard. Okay. okay. Now, whether or not there's... Uh, apparently, there is a phase two, but I, I there's very small details in that. So who knows? A phase two of Celestial Park? Yeah. Oh, get or out I of here. Or I think Epic Universe in general. Okay, okay. Now yeah. that I understand. Yeah, but, uh, it, but okay. there's definitely some stuff involved with Celestial Park as I was doing this research. They the, have expansion pads for Celestial mm-hmm. Park? Yeah. Wow. Oddly enough, yeah, they got some room. Okay. They got some room. More bars? <laughs> <laughs> 
More bars. <laughs> Never can have enough bars. What happened? <laughs> well, the next place you could shop is a sweet shop called Moonship Chocolates and Celestial Sweets, which will be located toward the front of the park. Hmm. Get your sugar on. Okay. Yep. And universe, the, the fan universe is expecting the store to provide an array of delightful chocolates and confections to satisfy any sweet tooth. I hope they got floats. <laughs> they might. I hope that would be floats. the kind of place that would have a float. Yeah, I would, I would think. imagine. It might. Yeah, it might. A, a celestial float. Oh, boy. Mm. Yeah. Maybe you have like some like edible glitter. Yeah, I was going to say maybe some sort of crazy sprinkles or whatever the glass would be. Maybe having oh, some yeah, nice stars so, yeah. in it. You know. I'll take a plastic cup. I'm, I'm good with it. Just have me the good ice cream and the root beer and the Coke. They got to. That's so they don't have any to. like park specific merchandise? They haven't said. That hasn't been uh, mentioned. Uh, I got to imagine they should. I know. That'd like, be a shame if they didn't. But it, there hasn't been anything that's mentioned so far as far as those type more shops. Those are the only two shops they've said. So a sweet store and Super Mario store. That's it so far. That's not, so far. So yeah, far. I was going to say, there better be something else. They have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they got it scattered all over the park in carts. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I like, look, I like the idea. Yeah. On the way out, you need to grab some of your Super Mario merchandise. I get it. Maybe you don't want to mess up your park with a thing. But I mean, come on. At some point in time, they're going to have a gift shop on the way out to get Harry Potter stuff. They got to. Monster stuff. Yeah. They got you to. You can't. Maybe that's phase two. Who knows? <laughs> when they Especially out, when you can't double back into land. You have to go through the specific I know. portal. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. All right. So once you get through all of this, you'll encounter the large Helios Grand Hotel rising up and towering over Celestial Park and Epic Universe. Wow. And I see this hotel as having two aspects. One external as it relates to Celestial Park and Epic Universe, and one internal, which would be the hotel as a hotel itself. All the rooms that you stay in, the theming of the rooms, the theming inside, the dining location, the stuff. The internal aspect we'll discuss once Rachel's back, and hopefully by then they will release more details, because they haven't really released any details about what to expect inside it. But we do know we can expect to have at least 500 rooms. Now, there's uh, looks like it's going to be a rooftop bar. Mm-hmm. And who's this? Is it for just hotel guests? Is it for club-level guests? Is it for the entire... Well, that's the, that's the thing. One of the things that they quote, and it says it's not... It's... it's supposed to be a hotel which everybody can enjoy is what they're quoted as saying oh god bless them yeah so it's not just hotel i mean of course hotel guests will enjoy it um they could enjoy the rooms and stuff um and sleep in that Mm ambiance but uh you know uh, the regular guests the plebeians if you will yes will get to partake in this part of the park as well if that's true that is really cool because i mean if this was disney that would be a dvc lounge up there no absolutely and and, and there's supposed to be a storyline woven into the hotel that it's part of it so apparently the entrance to the hotel itself is a portal as well into their little world of an alternate dimension is what they say which is really interesting so the hotel itself is an alternate that's dimension what they say yeah it's some kind of alternate dimension that storyline is what they'll have throughout the entire hotel i don't to know what, what? This. no idea well, Helios is the sun god. Exactly, yeah. And again, we're talking about a park of, again, it's so weird. I mean, it's like, again, it's a park of gods, but we really haven't heard anything god-related. It's all uh, yeah. space. But they're god, like you, you can Celestial see. beings, yeah. Yeah, you can see Helios, that's definitely the sun god. Mm-hmm. The constellation, there are gods in the constellations. You ride the constellation. There's Bacchus, there's all the bars right there. So. <laughs> yeah. No, but like when you walk in, there's this like, <laughs> I don't know who it is. Kronos, isn't Kronos Yeah, Kronos is time. Yeah, time. So there, yes. yeah, so there are all this reference to gods. So it's, I don't know, man, this is so crazy. It is wild, right? Yeah. Like, and you look at the concept art and it's like, I can't wait to go there. But you're like, is this all going to make sense when I get there? And for whatever reason, I just feel reassured because everything looks 
amazing. Yeah, it looks really, really cool. And then the cool thing about that hotel, it's supposed to ha- I mentioned that storyline. It's woven throughout the hotel, but it doesn't require the guests to actively engage like Galactic Star Cruiser to for them to have the best experience in that hotel. Well, yeah, that now that's a problem is the idea of expecting people to role play. Like I love Star Wars, but I wasn't about like if we would all got into it and just kind of wanted to go over there like a fantasy baseball camp kind of thing. We'll do a fantasy role play (laughs) over. I would have gone for that just with you guys. But yeah, that's not something I need to do multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. I I go on vacation. I tend to want to be passive, not active. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. So for this show, we'll concentrate on the external aspects of the hotel as it relates to Celestial Park. So one thing to note, the guests of the hotel will have their own dedicated entrance to Epic Universe. So this is kind of like Disney's Grand Californian for California Adventure and the Disneyland Hotel in Paris. And there is rock work leading from the hotel to create a cascading waterfall effect showing water flowing from the Helios Grand into the water areas throughout Celestial Park. So that water theming continues all the way through the hotel throughout the entire Celestial Park strip of land. So I got to think that's going to look freaking awesome, especially at night, mm-hmm. you know? So now the thing to note that this is a Lowe's hotel. And at some point shortly after Universal released their video of Epic Universe, Lowe's posted the webpage on their website for the Helios Grand Hotel which was a mistake. And once they realized this, they quickly took it down as it was not supposed to be released yet. Bad lows. Yeah, I know. It, it was up for a little bit, but thankfully the fan universe is just as crazy as the Disney fan universe. They were able to <laughs> capture screenshots <laughs> of the webpage, which allows me to read their statement, Lowe's statement about this hotel. And so Lowe's says, and I quote, set as the backdrop for the adjacent theme park, the client sought to create a Disney castle, quote unquote, which was inhabitable. Are they just admitting that Universal wanted to create a Disney castle? I think they did. <laughs> I think they did. Okay. It's one thing that you accidentally released something too early. It's another thing that you put that into it. That's a little bit of an embarrassment. It's crazy. You're yeah. Universal. Yeah. That screenshots all over the internet and, you know, it's in our show notes and it's also in the video that I have linked to this, but it definitely says that. Lowe's wow. threw that out there. They're like, oops, wait, oops, sorry. I didn't mean that. Or maybe they weren't sorry. Maybe it was intentional. I don't know. Well, I mean, I understand the idea of using that as the backdrop, but I mean, it looks nothing like a castle. Yeah, no, it does. I, I guess it's in con- in idea yes, versus in, actuality. In concept, yeah. Yes. Concept, yeah. We want it to be the backdrop of our firework shows and, and that kind of thing. Exactly. And so that's a very key statement because it supports those rumors that are going around regarding this hotel as it relates to Celestia Park, if not all of Epic Universe, that it you know, first of all, it's supposed to be actively telling a story inside a hotel and out about a present day alternative universe. Like I mentioned, the descriptions and videos suggest that the hotel itself may be a portal into an alternate dimension as well. Like the entrance of the hotel is a portal, much like the other portals to Nintendo and, you know, into Kronos, all that kind of stuff. Looking at the concept art, one can see the immense size of the hotel as if it was meant to be viewed not only from anywhere in Celestial Park, but maybe anywhere in Epic Universe too. Mm. It pretty much towers over everything. And to your point, you brought up uh, the god Helios. That size is supported by that name because, you know, Greek religion and mythology, Helios is the god who personifies the sun. And in our galaxy, the sun can be viewed anywhere, any planet, any part of the earth, all places. So if then that's the case, then it supports the rumor that this will serve as a main focal point for a nighttime fireworks show. Well, even the concept art supports that because you see fireworks going off over Exactly, it. yeah. So you have that. You have the concept art that supports that fact. You also have the rumors in the fan universe and the statement on the Lowe's webpage that said that the client sought to create a Disney castle, which was inhabitable, which supports fireworks. Make sure once they're going to do projection mapping on that. Exactly, yeah. And, and, and 
you know, this, uh, the fireworks rumor is all supported. Uh, I'll talk about projection mapping in a second, but the fireworks rumor is also supported by the fact that aerial photography shows that there is a peninsula located behind the hotel that seems to be a perfect spot from which to s- launch fireworks. Oh, wow. Peninsula, of course, surrounded by water. So, you know, any fallout from explosions and stuff, no problem. It's exactly. floods water. Yeah, yeah. So it just seems too convenient having those three things in there that they're not going to use this as a backdrop. This is going to be the mother of all nighttime spectaculars where you have the fountains right in front of the backdrop. If you have projection mapping, fireworks going on over there, water features, color, that would be amazing. Yeah, and to your point, projection mapping, yeah, that, that that's a big rumor that's going around. The immense size, I got to believe it will serve as an incredible canvas to uh, display sure. this technology. And Universal has been doing this already on Hogwarts Castle in Islands of Adventure. Oh, yeah. So they have some experience yeah, 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 with it for right. sure. So now they could just expand it and make it bigger. So we have fireworks, we have projection mapping, and to your point, Danny, we also have the dancing fountains. And as I remember, there'll be dancing fountains all throughout Celestial Park. Let's take a count. We have the Oculus right in front of the Helios Grand. You got the dancing fountains and Neptune Pool. You have Luna Landing. All of them have programmable water features. And who knows, maybe Astronomica, the splash pad, may be part of the show as well. So this all leads me to support the idea that the Helios Grand Hotel will serve as a center point and landmark of Epic Universe, much like Cinderella's Castle does for the Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World. Okay. Like I said, it's supported by the name Helios, which I explained earlier, the size and its viewability, to use that term. The whole idea of the sun, the whole idea of this universe rotates around this sun. Exactly, yeah. I like that. Serves as kind of like a weenie for guests to travel venture into that big thing through Celestial Park in a way. So also in Universal's January 30th video, they said that Helios, and I quote, would be implemented into the park like no other theme park in the world. Plus, they also said that the opening of Epic Universe would enable guests to stay at Universal for an entire week. Huh. So if they're staying an entire week, then you got to entertain them like day and night. You can't just shut it down. You got to have something for them. Plus, they also said in that video that Helios will be the center focus of the park that all guests can enjoy, not just hotel guests. Question, do they have themed rooms? Well, that's the rumor that they'll that's have the themed rumor. rooms. Okay. It's, it's supposed to go online because the, the storyline of the hotel is supposed to combine all of the stories of the different worlds that you encounter in Epic Universe. Now, how they do it in that alternate dimension, I have no idea. <laughs> it could be exactly the same way that they're doing for Celestial Park. Where just it just kind of just happens. Mm. But I, that's when I'm hoping by the time we record that hotel show and we talk about that hotel and the other two hotels that they'll have more information about what's actually inside. Just thinking like, like what would like uh, um well you know what I may be jumping ahead of myself here but if you had a Super Mario bar say oh. hotel, oh. drinks come out of the the oh. sewer pipe kind of like that. dude that would be amazing like, yeah. like what kind how do you take your stories back to the hotel how's this how's this hotel incorporate the stories that you experience in the parks back in the hotel yeah mushroom coasters yeah uh, <laughs> flattened they're already flattened yeah you said, <laughs> or like a dr frankenstein frankenstein laboratory type bar mm. or what oh. i don't know like yeah no no like uh yeah you could i don't know you go and uh you go you you get talked to the guest relations and they'll dress like you know harry potter characters you know oh that's a great yeah yeah did they because they never really have done like a really nice harry potter bar i don't think so yeah no they, they have them they have, they them, have the them but like yeah exactly yeah. but like when you go to the lands it's it's always like this little area that you can go to and get your drink over at the leaky cauldron or whatever yeah. but yeah. not more beyond that no, no. maybe the 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 tata trainer dragon bar will have like smoked drinks 
<laughs> there's a little there's Ooh, a dragon, dragon that sticks yeah. out. I love oh, it. Oh man. Love it. You put your drink up and the dragon goes. You're like, all right, ready. There you go. Smoky old fashioned. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'll never forget asking for a butterbeer with alcohol in it. And you're like, sir, we can't do that. But but if you want to go outside and you want to combine this with that, it might taste pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Come here, little boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of pedophilish yeah, sounding, wasn't it? Like, I got some candy here. There you go. Step out to the back. There you okay. Go. Well, guys, that's it for that area. Celestial Park serves as the hub for the rest of the worlds of Epic Universe, and we will definitely explore those worlds in subsequent shows. So stay subscribed and hit that notification button so you can hear those in the coming weeks. But let us know what you think about Celestial Park world of Epic Universe, and we'll tell you how to get in touch with us to share those opinions in just a little bit. Well, y'all, we hope you enjoyed that discussion about Celestial Park over there at Universal Epic Universe. Look, if you want to learn more about us, the Magic Our Way podcast, look, go to magicourway.com. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, if you want to get in touch with us to share your opinions on anything we've talked about today, you can do so through the following ways. First of all, shoot us an email at show at magicarway.com or call or send us a text message at 1-815-MOWEEKEN. That is 1-815-MOWEEKEN. 669-4226. And of course, we have a couple people do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. Eli, tell me what you got, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, as usual, I appreciate all the love I've been getting when you go to that part of the internet. As they say, www.ivacomics.com. You can see everything I got. Project Gage, Savages, and Molly Be Damn. Fully colored pages. The only ad for them is for this podcast. That's more for your buck than you get from the big two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. As well as that website, you can get blogs and interviews and a link to the magic highway podcast so you never miss a beat you never miss an episode you never miss what universal is doing because that's a lot of bars to talk about oh i love it looking forward to that so please as always i appreciate the support www.ivacomics.com on social media i'm hanging around there facebook.com eli hr you can find me there as long as you're a real person always a pleasure to meet you if you're a bot do not need to greet you. I don't know what's going on. These bots are cloning people, cloning loved ones, coming back as comic book characters and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, look, man, I ain't got no money for you, man. It's like Flavor Flav said, I ain't got nothing for you, man. <laughs> Get on out of here, bot. You know what I'm talking about yeah, now. Boy. Get out here. Now, uh, so, yes, Facebook.com, Eli Jivey, right there. Also, on Facebook is a Project Geisha fan page. So, Facebook.com slash Project Geisha, Instagram. Post up the hearts of the likes right there. EIV 504 is where you get that love. And of course, all X. X gonna give it to you. What? You can find me right there at Hancock 10166. So, yep. If you appreciate the madness, you just bring me the Gladys and bring me them drinks, Epic. That's Celestial. Uh, visceral drinks. Very visceral. <laughs> and look, if you want to book a vacation to Universal Orlando Studios Resort, maybe next year for Epic Universe, you can book those hotels now, except for Helios. You could do the other two. Or maybe a Disney trip. We are a Disney podcast. You could book a trip there as well or a cruise of any sort. You could do it through Rachel. Take it away, Rachel. I would be honored to help your family book your vacation to Disney destinations, Universal, cruise lines, and major hotel brands around the world. Booking with me is at no extra cost to you. The cost of a travel agent is built into the cost of your vacation, whether you use one or not. And when you book with me, a little bit of your trip comes back to support the podcast and the fan community here at Magic Our Way. You can reach me at Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, 
at magicourway.com, or you can find me at at R, the letter R, Family Magic, so R Family Magic, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. You can also give me a call or a text. My phone number is 978-432-WISH. Reach out today and let's make some magic with your family vacation. So if y'all want to access all the info we just mentioned, go to magicarway.com forward slash about us. Also, if you want to elevate your support of the Magic Our Way podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash Magic Our Way. There you'll find six awesome tiers to support this show. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. The easiest way to support us, and it only costs a minute or so of your time, is to leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts and or wherever you access our show, whether it is YouTube, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, etc. We also want to thank you for being a loyal listener, and we always love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome in the Magic Ari Podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. So we say Quaharini, my name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. And you are. Bye.